millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For some of us who were already journalists during the Marcosian era, for others who have learned about media repression during the dictatorship after Edsa won, and for many of us who have yet to recover from various forms of attacks on the media, especially in the past six years, from the state and its agents and its allies, including on social media, we seriously wonder what lies in wait for us as journalists and for our profession. That was Yvonne T. Chua, an associate professor of journalism at UP, speaking at a Philippine Press Institute forum. The Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism had just published the 2022 edition of its digital news report, and the results out of the Philippines were confounding. I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast. The Digital News Report, or the DNR, is regarded as the most comprehensive global analysis of news consumption trends. And the Philippines has been included in the survey since 2020. Here's what Reuters found when it conducted the polls this year, from January to February. The good news from this year's report, Digital News Report, is the Philippines is actually one of only seven countries where overall trust in news has risen this year. So when we say overall trust in news, wala ito sinasabi kung anong brand. Basta sa balita lang. Ang perception nila ng balita and do they trust news. So it has risen. On that one piece of good news, Yvonne was quick to caveat that this was because the survey was conducted a few months before the May elections which saw the country flooded by disinformation. But while trust in the news overall is up, the report also found that Filipinos feel overwhelmed by the sheer volume of it. According to Chua, more than half of respondents aged 25 to 44 have even started to avoid the news. The bad news is trust scores of popular news brands are down. So the leading brands are down. Interest in news is also down significantly. And this is a first, many Filipinos are put off by news. So ayaw nila sa balita and are actually stepping away from it intentionally these days. So what does Chua mean when she says news brands? And why are their trust scores in the Philippines down this year if overall trust in the news is up? Every year, yung mga respondents in their respective countries are asked to rate 15 popular news brands from different mediums as trustworthy or not. While the trust ratings of our news organizations appear high, especially when compared to other countries, they have actually fallen from last year's levels with the exception of the trust ratings of four organizations, Teleradio, Superradio, BDCBB, Abante, and Raptor. 
in the case of Abante and Vapor, kasi sobra na nag-drop the previous year from 2020 to 2021. GMA, TV5, ABS-CBN, Philippine Star, and local newspapers suffering the biggest drops of from four to five points. For context, GMA, while among those to suffer the biggest score drops, topped the list with a brand trust score of 70%. Rappler was at the bottom with 46%. Also worrisome were the Coordinated Distributed Denial of Service, or DDoS, attacks that crippled the websites of big and small news outlets alike. In the months leading up to the elections, everyone from Rappler, Vera Files, ABS-CBN, GMA News, One News, and even Mindanao Gold Star Daily fell prey to hackers. We're gonna pause for a quick break, but when we return, more on these brand trust scores and why there's been a big debate over them. But first, a message from our sponsors. top of your game all day. So when you get home, all you want is to de-stress by streaming a virtual concert and wind down by binge-listening episodes of your favorite shows and podcasts. And for that, you need a connection that keeps up with you. That's PLDT Home, the Philippines' fastest home broadband. With a fiber-only plan, you can get up to 100 Mbps of only fiber and whole home Wi-Fi coverage letting you and your family make the most of what a digital lifestyle has to offer. Find out more about PLDT Home's fiber-only plan and save up to 3,600 pesos and earn up to 200 pesos in cashback. Visit www.pldthome.com fiber. Across the whole population, TV remains the most popular medium, although news consumption on social media continues to see steady growth. On that front, Facebook remains the most widely used. But in a clear sign of changing times, the biggest leap was seen on TikTok. In 2020, it was used by a mere 2% for news. But in 2022, that jumped to 15%. The Philippines now has three years' worth of data with DNR. So maganda. So 2020, 2021, and 2022. And these show that the trust scores of all except two news organizations have dropped since 2020. Over a three-year period, lahat nag-drop maliban sa dalawa. The state-run Radio Pilipinas and DCBB which actually had minimal gain. In contrast, two news brands suffered significant drops in their trust ratings. The sharpest decline, if you'll notice, was in ABS-CBN's trust ratings by nine points since 2020. And we know pretty much the reason behind it. ABS-CBN had been demonized by no less than the outgoing president and his ilk and later lost its bid to have its congressional franchise renewed. Let me also point out that ABS-CBN gained a significant proportion of people who said they do not trust it. In some, 
by six points. Malaki-laki yun. Followed by Rappler, which as we all know, is battling a string of lawsuits. So Rappler is distrusted by 32% of people these days, while ABS-CBN is distrusted by 27%. Unsurprisingly, Rappler's brand trust scores sparked debate online. Misinterpretation of the data was so rampant that Professor Rasmus Nielsen, Reuters Institute's director, had to release a statement to counter it. In the statement, he says, quote, No one should abuse the Reuters Institute's research to claim that Rappler is the least trusted or most distrusted news outlet in the Philippines. That is false and misleading, end quote. Nielsen called it the cost of courage when independent news media that seek to hold power to account are often attacked and vilified by politicians and partisans. In fact, the study pointed out that the country's ranking in the World Press Freedom Index fell further to 147th out of 180 countries. So what can local media do to regain some of that lost trust and credibility? Here's Professor Yvonne with the final word. Napaka-polarized kasi ng ating media, ang sector natin. So when you talk of the media, hindi naman siya monolithic at hindi siya homogenous. May mga mahuhusay na journalist, nag-dish out na mahuhusay na journalism that we have. But we also have what we call bad eggs among us or people who disregard the standards so yun yung challenge is that kasi may standards tayo. Paano natin ma-enforce across all news organizations so that also patulungan din ang pagtaas ng credibility. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Bella Perez-Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are excited to build community with you, and it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening!